Live from the slightly twisted deck bar, it's the Poojie Podcast with Justin Lamine. The Poojie Podcast is proudly sponsored by Cimarron Golf Club, located in Jacksonville, Florida, off County Road 210, just west of St. John's Parkway. What's going on, everyone? It is Thursday, June 18th, and it is lunchtime, which means it's time for a sports update for today's episode. We do have a great interview coming up later with a uh, internet sensation at the moment with things going on with coronavirus. So excited to get to that here in a second. But first, some news coming out of football. So I want to get to that. So let's talk about it. Dr. Fauci, who we're all familiar with at this point, uh, based on the coronavirus Uh, the task force that he leads up uh, for the White House, has come out and said that for the NFL to get played, they need to emulate what's happened in the NBA in soccer. And why is this news? Shouldn't that be almost already obvious? Why is the NFL any different from any of these other sports? If sports are going to return, yeah, it's going to take time, but wouldn't you imagine that every sport has to return in almost a very similar way to protect these players? And the fact that we're still thinking fans are going to be entering the stadium is almost absurd at this point when you're looking at these news reports coming out about isolating players, no training camps, all virtual meetings, things like that. So why is this news? I'm not too sure about that. College football has it extremely tough. They got to get players back on campus, but some campuses are closed. Some states aren't even open yet. You know, there's different things happening. Everyone has to get on the same page. But for the NFL, you're looking at, you know, delayed training camps, people coming back to the facilities and not really being able to get into contact with other people. And As we've heard, this coronavirus pandemic does seem to spike during the colder months. The heat, like it is right now, uh, seems to help kill off this virus. So the wintertime rolls around. Why are we thinking the NFL has to treat their athletes any different than soccer did uh, with their return, than basketball is planning on doing, than the NHL is planning on doing? So are we going to look at hub cities for the NFL? Is the NFL just too big to fail? Is that what they're trying to say? Like there's no way they don't start on time? Yeah, we saw the draft go off, but obviously that was virtual. That was right at the beginning of this thing when it came into America. But with the start of the NFL season scheduled for September 10th, that's only three months away, right? We're in the middle of June right now. We don't have any real progress as far as getting back into the facilities and the plans and things like that. And things can change very quickly. This whole thing is fluid. So I'm not sure why this is even news from the NFL. Maybe it's just another story to be posted all over the sporting news uh, websites. But to think anything other than the fact that these players are going to have to be isolated is just wrong. Um, It's it's not realistic. Um, This isn't going to go away in three weeks or three months, right? It's this is something that you're going to have to slowly ease back into and to get these players back into playing shape. You're going to need to get them uh, isolated and almost into a bubble format where they're isolated, tested regularly, and making sure everyone's staying protected. And let's be real, football might be one of the worst sports to get back outside of UFC uh, simply because of the amount of contact that's involved between the players. So we'll see what happens, but that's Let's Talk About It. And now I do want to get to the interview for today presented by String Sports Brewery uh, up in Springfield, North Jacksonville. Be sure to check out Sp- Strings Sports Brewery. Their one-year anniversary is actually next Wednesday on June 23rd. So if you are in the Jacksonville area and looking for something fun to do next week, they have a very nice weekend planned starting on Wednesday uh, with a local sports radio personality doing their show live from there on Wednesday and a fun weekend planned with live music and food specials as well. So String Sports Brewery, definitely worth going to check out with the family, a very fun atmosphere in Springfield. So without further ado, please uh, enjoy this interview and stick around for Poojie Parlay after the interview. Thanks.
What is going on, everyone? Very excited to have this next guest with me. But first, obviously want to thank Cimarron Golf Club for all the support they provide for the podcast and hope you enjoyed uh, the sports report before this interview, uh, keeping you up to date on everything in sports. But today I do have one of the hottest topics going right now in the world of sports, given the current circumstances with coronavirus, a persona that has kind of boomed overnight and taken off over the last few months. So here today for you, we're going to kind of take off the mask a little bit and learn a little bit, of, little bit more about Colin, Coach Doug's McLeod. So Colin, thanks for being here, man. Absolutely. Good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome. Well, I know uh, recently you just stopped by the Jumbo Shrimp front office, so it was good meeting you there and running India and everything. How's uh, everything been, I guess, during this coronavirus, getting around town, kind of getting to meet people, um, just some different things that have been going on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, it's kind of the traffic's kind of been nice. Uh, I got to say that, you know, during quarantine, the traffic hasn't been too bad. Um, and it has kind of been uh, as this has progressed on the whole Coach Doug's persona and everything, as more people seem to, to recognize me, it is kind of a, it's a, a weird feeling where it's like, oh, hey, you're Coach Doug's. Let me, oh, I can't shake your hand. Okay, well, hey, you know, it's, it's like an awkward, like, thumbs up, you know, cool, you know, so. Yeah, the traffic and everything's been great, but uh, the, the confrontations have always been like, you know, all right, well, hey, I, I want to shake your hand, but, you know, awesome stuff, you know. So it's it's been weird interactions, but everyone's been real nice about it, and everyone's everyone's been real cool about it. That's awesome. I mean, I'm sure it's a very fun thing to be a part of and everything, but I guess simply put, how the hell did this happen? Like, I know you post a picture in your FSU stuff, and then the next thing you know, you got thousands of followers on Twitter a few months later. Take me through – how this happened, what the thoughts were behind it, and, uh, you know, your enjoyment behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I, it's it's kind of taken over my my life. It's kind of taken over my, my whole world, too. Um, so it's not just online, but, you know, in person as well. Uh, but really, the, the first thing it started out as is um, I follow Barstool Sports. I follow Big Cat. Um, and with coronavirus canceling, or, you know, the NCAA uh, decided to cancel March Madness, uh, Big Cat went and bought a – uh, actually, I think it was that day he bought a 360, an Xbox uh, 360, and NCAA 14, and he created a character in that mode and everything for the to take his character throughout different schools and create, you know, uh, a career with the coach. Uh, and he just happened to make it the the biggest uh, coach he could as far as the avatar goes. Uh, and I didn't actually catch on. He wasn't actually showing the videos on Twitch or anything until I think after Toledo. He started out in Toledo, then went to FSU. Um, I didn't actually follow it until uh, one of their uh, really talented artists uh, for Barstool, uh, Trigg, he actually created like, he, he did like a cartoon uh, personification or, you know, cartoon caricature of the video game character. And I said, and this is while he was at FSU, and I graduated from FSU in 2012, been a lifelong Seminole fan. Um, and I said, hey, that kind of looks like me. You know, it's a big guy with a mustache. I did have a beard at the time. Uh, I said, all right, well, that, that kind of looks like me. I could take a picture, you know, of just, you know, my FSU stuff in the background and send it to him, uh, you know, just tweet it out. And so I actually uh, went to Walmart. I bought a headset, like a Bluetooth, like trucker headset to try and get that down. And I, I shaved my beard, which I, I usually have a full beard. I uh, took the picture and I, and I sent it to a couple friends. I'm like, hey, I'm going to tweet this out. Maybe Big Cat will like it and, you know, maybe he'll retweet it. That was literally, my friends were like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe maybe he'll retweet it. And then here we are a couple months later and 
you know, I'm in talks with, you know, Tennessee and Texas Tech and they're, they're sending me gear because they, you know, they want me to make videos and stuff and pictures and stuff. And uh, as Coach Doug's at school and uh, all the schools have been really cool about it. Uh, cigar companies, I have to shout out you know, Drew State Cigar. Um, they found out I was smoking one of the cigars after a victory game and uh, they were able to sit, you know, they sent me some stuff and it's just been a whirlwind. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it started. Long story short, uh, I took a picture because I figured I'd look kind of like the character. And uh, once that blew up, I, I had like 250 followers uh, from, you know, at when it started, when I first took the picture and I just passed 55,000 a day. Um, I'm not, I'm not naive though. I know, I know it's coach Doug's, but I'm going along with it. I'm having a good time. And uh, really just, it's, it's all so silly. And I'm just, I'm, I'm having a good time with it, going with it. Well, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up that last part. First of all, that's just such an epic story. And, and the turnaround is, is amazing, but how much effort, including this video, even with the Tennessee locker room behind you, the effort you've put into it, obviously um, pays off with those rewards of, you know, getting noticed and those teams kind of giving you stuff. So it's, it's that effort that you're putting into it that I think really captures all that audience that enjoys it so much. Um, but you, you mentioned kind of Big Cat retweeting it and stuff. What's it been like? Has there been a support? Is there a relationship there with Barstool? Do you communicate with them? Uh, what's that been like, I guess, as these months have passed, um, as far as that relationship has gone? Or are you just a completely separate entity and you just do your own thing? Yeah, I, I've the way I see it is obviously Big Cat is like the ice cream sundae. He is like the ice cream. He's the whipped cream. He's the, you know, all that stuff. And I see myself as kind of like a little cherry on top. You know, like that's the, the sundae can do without the cherry. Right. Like, it, no, you don't need the cherry. Uh, but I the, that's how I see it. Um, I do speak with or I haven't spoken with him, but I, I DM him uh, occasionally and I've talked to other Barstool personalities. Um, and so there is a, a relationship as far as I, I know a couple of people now and, and we've DM'd each other. Uh, but as far as, uh, you know, in writing or anything like that, really, I'm just kind of doing this all on my own. I watch the games. Uh, I follow everything that's going on. And depending on what happens in the game, I make either a photo or a video to correspond with that. And people seem, people seem to like it. No, we definitely all love it. I mean, it's, it's enjoyable to watch and it's a talking point with no other sports going on. So it, it is really fun to kind of uh, see and, and see what you do. And like you said, you know, it's coach Doug's, but it's still Colin being able to be Colin. And what are some of your hobbies or maybe some of your other things that you do outside of Coach Doug's, maybe even outside of your regular full-time job? Is there anything in particular that you kind of hang on to that you enjoy doing? Uh, yeah, and so I, I do have a, a full-time job. I actually I, I work for a, an international bank, um, so that's my nine-to-five. But as far as outside of that, I am a stand-up comic, um, so I perform at the Comedy Zone here in Jacksonville, Florida. And that's usually a couple of days a night, either there or you know, doing an open mic around town. So that really keeps me busy. Uh, the Comedy Zone has been closed down because of coronavirus uh, and the quarantine and everything. So this has actually been a really nice outlet for me to still perform, uh, still write jokes, still, you know, act on that. Um, so this has actually been a, you know, it's actually been a really nice platform for me to actually continue that and keep my mind off of other things rather than just, being cooped up in the house all day. So people say like, Oh, Hey, you know, you're doing a great job and everything. I'm like, I'm doing what I, you know, I, I'm actually, this is keeping me sane too. So it's like, I appreciate, I appreciate everyone appreciating it, you know? Yeah. It's gotta be enjoyable to be able to take something like this on, but it also align with 
your passions directly and, and kind of able to carry those comedy zone, you know, stand up skits and things like that, but also now on a bigger stage, uh, scale, bigger stage, um, and kind of reach a huge audience now, of course, uh, with 55,000 plus followers. So that's awesome. But I know it is all fun and games, but does it ever get stressful for you? Are you ever frantic trying to get videos made? Are you ever stressed out or is it pretty much just a relaxed setting and, and enjoyable for you? I, I've tried to keep it in a relaxed setting. Um, I early on when I had a couple of a couple of friends who were helping me edit some of the the more complicated videos. Um, you know, I made it clear I was like, if if it gets too much, if it gets to the point where I am getting frustrated about like, oh, I need to make this or or this video has to be perfect, then then that would just be too. It would be stressful for me, and at that point, it's no longer fun. So I've 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 made a, a conscious effort to keep it all simple and silly. And, you know, I did one video, it was a rain game. So I, I put the green screen in my shower and like, you know, I, I tried to like, I hit, so I had the shower head like hitting me in the head. And you really couldn't tell on the video uh, just because it, it was a green screen and the water didn't really show up that well. But my, I have a buddy down in South Florida who edited it to where like the rain sound came in and everything. Um, but yeah, so I'm just keeping it silly, keeping it simple. Um, I think at the point where it became like, at the point where it becomes too much or becomes stressful, it wouldn't really be fun at that point. So, um, yeah, I've just been keeping it simple and, and just having fun with it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's definitely important, of course. I mean, even for me, I started up this podcast simply when, when the quarantine hit, and, and I kind of had the same mindset of the second that this gets stressful or non-enjoyable, you know, that's when it's becoming more of a job than just a hobby. So, um, I kind of see that exactly what you're saying. And, and like we mentioned with you being a stand-up comic, you being able to kind of express yourself and, and use this as an outlet to keep sane and everything. But I know you mentioned a little bit ago that you've had different schools reach out and, uh, you know, send you gear and, and the cigar company and stuff. What are some cool things that you've gotten to do or maybe some cool conversations you've had? Um, maybe something specifically with USC, I think, that I saw on Twitter that you had mentioned. Um, about them using your likeness within one of their tweets or something like that. Some cool things. Yeah. Like yeah. That was actually, that was actually the first time where it was like, Oh, like this is actually a, this isn't just me like tagging along and like being a, you know, kind of like an appendix or like, you know, kind of a, a side story. It was when USC, when a, when big cat chose to go to USC and become a Trojan, the USC athletic department or the USC football team actually made used my image instead of the cartoon or the video game avatar, they used the picture I took, they re, you know, they edited it to where um, it was the USC hat and shirt. And at that point it was like, oh wow, this tweet that USC, like the school just tweeted out, has my face on it. So at that point, that was kind of like when everything merged together and was like, I'm no longer just like an addition, like people see me as Coach Duggs. It's not, it's no longer just a, a character. It's like, no, 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 that is Coach Duggs. Um, so that's been pretty cool to actually um, to have that and for people to actually, you know, see my face and recognize it. Um, that's been pretty cool. And I've just been, you know, just connecting with different companies and everything, different people just sending me, uh, you know, sending me tweets, you know, saying how much they appreciate everything. Um, that's kind of personified it where it's like, okay, people see me and they think Coach does. And I think that's pretty cool. No, that's definitely awesome. Definitely aligning yourself with coach Doug's and being the, that that's the first thing they think of, you know, when they see you and you'll be able to carry that with you forever. You know, uh, this is a very memorable time in our society. And uh, this is something in sports that we'll be able to kind of circle back to, Hey, remember when, 
there was no sports and, and that guy was the persona of coach Duggs and uh, just, just really awesome. Now, I guess personally, do you play video games? Have you ever played NCAA football? Would there be, would there be any, any skill from you in that game? Um, so I, un- unfortunately, I think I would probably be at the same level as big cat. Um, I, I used to play video games all the time. And actually when I was at Florida state, I was the EA rep for FSU on campus my junior year. So it was a program that uh, EA put out where they had, you know, actual marketing reps that were students on campus that could have events and everything. So, uh, you know, in 2011 or so, I was doing that. And so every week at my fraternity house, I'd get a box of video games and a box of like, you know, T-shirts and everything. And so that everyone knew me as like the video game guy then. Um, after college, been working a lot. I really haven't played a lot of video games, um, but I definitely remember playing NCAA. And it, uh, like I said, it's probably at the same level as Big Cat. I would I would be yelling at Billy as well to you know just that would that would be perfect though because I'd like to to see a situation where you two play against each other with the same team and uh, see who plays better and see who would win because I mean I can only watch Shark Wheel so many times before I'm saying throw it to X over on the left side of the field. So it's, uh, it's been really funny to watch. And uh, my, my last question for you, um, I know it maybe, maybe hits home because of today, specifically maybe something you ate before this, but what, in your opinion, is better, chicken tenders or hamburgers? If you're going out to eat, what are you eating? I'm going to get a hamburger. I'm going to get a hamburger. Obviously, chicken tenders are a go-to. They're a staple, um, especially being from Florida. If you, if you shop at Publix, I mean, just walking into Publix, you smell the chicken. Um, there's nothing wrong with the chicken tender pups up, you know. Uh, but if I'm going out to eat, I'm definitely going to get a burger. You know, I have uh, made a few videos and I've, you know, uh, contacted Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, maybe one day we'll put some uh, some wings on a burger, you know. Maybe we'll double it up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm out there. I can't promise anything. But who knows what the future holds, you know? No, that would that would be awesome. And, I mean, I guess kind of as you, you get a little bit older and, and chicken tenders are a staple, like you mentioned, but a lot of times on the kids' meal. And I wonder if people maybe shy away from chicken tenders sometimes because they don't want to be viewed as a little bit too childish. And, and the, the hamburger is a go-to. But chicken tenders are great as well. If you're in Jacksonville, you need to go follow at 904Burgers on Twitter. Uh, they do great burger reviews around town. Um, a lot of good stuff coming out from them. What, in your opinion, is the best burger in Jacksonville? That way we can get 904 Burgers to that location. Absolutely. Doug loves burgers. Absolutely. Uh, in Jacksonville, there's there's so many restaurants. It would be hard to pick one uh, for favorite cheeseburger. But if I had to pick, uh, there's two that I really like right now. There's Pose in Neptune Beach. Uh, it's an Edgar Allan Poe themed restaurant. They have a bar and a full kitchen and everything. It's kind of weird. The menu is based off of all its writings and everything. So it's weird, but it's cool. And uh, it's amazing food, amazing burgers. And then there's also a food truck called uh, Carolina Jacks 904. I think they just opened up a brick and mortar store in Riverside. Uh, but either way, even just the food truck cheeseburger they have is amazing. So a lot of restaurants in Jacksonville, a lot of choices. Uh, but if I had to pick two, uh, those would be what I'm excited about right now for sure. Well, that's good. And, and if you come across anything else, be sure to tweet them at 904Burgers. Uh, reach out because 904Burgers is looking to eat all the burgers in Jacksonville and get all the reviews out. So we're looking forward to uh, seeing what they put out in Jacksonville. But Coach Doug's Colin. 
thanks for being here, man. I won't take up any more of your time. I know we got a game coming up at 7.30, so I can see you're already in the locker room getting ready to roll. But uh, thanks for doing this again, and we'll look forward to having you out at some Jumbo Shrimp games too once we get back to baseball. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome, man. All right, well, I appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. So, again, thank you to Strings Sports Brewery for sponsoring that interview. Definitely check out Strings Sports Brewery. We have, um, you know, their one-year anniversary coming up next Wednesday on June 23rd. If you are in the Jacksonville area, be sure to go check them out. They are on Main Street, just past downtown in Springfield Historic District. So, really cool spot there. But I do want to get into Poojee Parlay picks presented by Shores Pub Mandarin. I will say... Full disclaimer, I have kind of been getting into the soccer game a little bit with betting. I don't want to get you those picks until I'm fully confident in my abilities. So give me some time there. But I have been getting into Bundesliga, some EPL and La Liga as well. So kind of exciting learning about those sports. But we do have golf rolling right now, RBC Heritage. And I'm liking some of my picks so far. Ian Poulter absolutely scorching the field at six under as we speak. Not too sure where he's going to be at in this weekend if you're listening later on Saturday or Sunday. But right now things are looking good. And then you got some big names at the top of the leaderboard as well. Jordan Spieth playing well after a nice finish last week. Uh, you also got Brooks Kepka, who this isn't a major, but he's playing golf, so we expect him to play well. And Ricky Fowler, someone that's looking to kind of get back into that top five realm of the golf world. For some long shots, we do have Kevin Kisner right now looking pretty strong, as well as Joel Dahman and JT Poston, both at, or all of them at three under or better. Uh, and then as well as fan favorite, the Aussie Ernie Els or South African, excuse me, Ernie Els. I, I apologize about that. Uh, Ernie Els is playing well right now, so let's see if he can take this into the weekend. And then UFC, I do want to touch on real quick. I know in the Let's Talk About It section, we talked about isolating athletes, but UFC uh, Fight Island is officially real. They do have UFC 251 planned from there in middle of July, but UFC has three fight nights planned as well. So four events within two weeks at Fight Island in Ireland, just off Abu Dhabi. So that'll be exciting to watch, looking to get some picks there as well. Um, later in July. So uh, be sure to stick around on uh, Sunday. I'll obviously get you my NASCAR picks. Um, big race coming up this weekend at Talladega. But until next time, enjoy the video. Go watch Coach Doug's this evening in the national championship. And I hope you always go win some money. That was Puji Parlay presented by Shores Pub Mandarin. To close it out, I do just want to wish everyone a happy Father's Day weekend. Go enjoy some golf and NASCAR this weekend with your uh, dad, the special father figure in your life. Uh, so happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And uh, hopefully on Sunday, we'll have some exciting golf and NASCAR to close out Father's Day weekend. So until next time, happy Father's Day. See you on Monday. Be sure to follow our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast streaming services, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel to check out unique video elements for each interview.